and welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast by David Mark Shaw, your weekly podcast on all things digital, technology, and what it means to you, the small business owner. We will have super smart guests and actionable insights each and every week to help you get ahead. Hi there, and welcome to another edition of the Getting Ahead podcast. This is episode 58. This week's guest is Daniel Knowlton from KPS Digital Marketing. Now, Daniel's been on the Kent Digital Marketing scene for the last couple of years and has really come a really long way in a very short space of time. I'm really excited to talk about to Daniel today about a, a number of things. He's done some, some really fantastic things, and um, yeah, particularly in the world of sort of content marketing and social media, uh, made some massive strides in a short space of time, and he's got some fantastic things to share with you so welcome to the show Daniel. Thanks David great to be here today. Fantastic fantastic so Daniel um, tell us a little I've done sort of a basic sort of intro there but just to give the sure. sort of the audience an idea of uh, of who you are and who are KPS Marketing. So um, KPS Digital Marketing is a digital agency I run based in Thanet and we ultimately help businesses grow um, online through providing, providing a variety of management and training and things such as social media marketing, content marketing, email marketing. And I started the company just over a year ago and um, after coming out of university and doing a graduate management scheme. And, you know, it's really kind of snowballed very quickly in a short, like you said, in a short space of time and kind of started out working with, you know, a number of small businesses and now we're, you know, got a number of larger contracts with big multinational organizations. So it's, We've really got experience working kind of from the ground up with a variety of different sized organizations. Fantastic. And so what sort of inspired you to sort of, uh, to start a digital marketing agency, uh, you know, in, in your early twenties? Well, I studied business management and marketing at Brighton University, which I absolutely loved. If anyone's been to Brighton, they'll know, you know, how much of a great place it is. And I, I realized that marketing, I, you know, I had a keen interest in marketing. In my spare time, I was reading different blogs, different articles around marketing. And, you know, I, I started the agency because after working for another organization, um, doing, you know, various bits of marketing within that, I knew that that was what I was passionate about. And that was what I loved doing. And after having a variety of jobs that I didn't enjoy doing, you know, realizing that marketing was what I wanted to do, I kind of, you know, went the full hog and actually started my own agency. Absolutely. And this is sort of off the back of, is it your father has a consulting agency under the yeah. same sort of brand? Is that right? Yeah. So he started KPS Limited uh, in 2006 and he specializes in operational excellence, make, helping businesses to become more efficient. And I've kind of jumped on the back of that and I've learned a hell of a lot from him. You know, I, I've got to give my dad a lot of credit because he's really taught me a lot of lessons to do with business. He's kind of been my mentor from when I started and he's really helped me develop my skills and, you know, understand how to communicate with people and how to grow the business. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of that's how he comes in. Fantastic. And what I've been most impressed by KPS um, is that you've really embraced um, the term digital. There are many, many um, social media companies, um, not only in Kent, but all around the, the country. Um, you know, literally hundreds of these smaller that sort of focus on that social media part, which is a, a fundamentally and really important part of the process. But you've, you've really sort of got them to the, you know, combining both with content marketing, the email and the social media side. You sort of embrace the whole digital as a whole process. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I absolutely love my favorite aspect of digital marketing is content marketing purely because I love creating content that provides value for my audience. And 
co- and you know being able to create a blog um, and create content around that is you know I find really really valuable for me. I like I also like using social media because it helps you know promote um, different pieces of valuable content to your audience. But using content marketing is really is kind of a fundamental way of doing that. And we use kind of a three pronged approach around email marketing, content marketing, and social media marketing. Um, so we create blogs which um, provide value for our audience and also you know help helps us capture leads to put them into our automated workflow of emails to send out more valuable pieces of content and it's you know people get worried about digital marketing and email marketing because they think it's a lot of it is spamming people are sending out um you know offers buy this buy that but it's really really not about that at all it's really really about providing as much value as possible and people are kind of scared to share their knowledge you know when i you know you mentioned i work with my dad when I started to tell him that I wanted to share all this knowledge with my audience, he's your t- traditional businessman, and he was kind of like, "God, you're gonna you're gonna give that all out for free? Why aren't you gonna you could charge people for that?" And um, and I really tr- like you, David, because you obviously give a lot of value out as well. I I truly believe that you should use the whole digital framework to be able to provide as much value as possible. No, absolutely, and I, I'm really glad you sort of really subscribe to that. And like you say, I, I do the same thing, trying to you know give away as much uh, content. But you've really sort of got grasped that concept of you know there is no secret sauce, um, and you know you're absolutely giving away all of this you know fantastic and valuable information. But the one thing that's really impressed me, Daniel, particularly with your content, is you've really um, and it, it puts my own to, to real shame here, and uh, no, I look at, in no, the sense that you 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 really um, you really invest your time into each piece of content the graphical yeah. part of it you know so the image that yeah. comes you always go take the time to produce that custom image mm-hmm. um how are you sort of you know how long is it taking you to produce a, a piece of content for kps at the moment so it definitely varies um depending on you know i've i've learned that it's better to create you know shorter to medium-sized blogs rather than huge mammoth blogs because people don't spend the time to read it it's kind of I've learned from the past from, um, I created a blog a while ago around, around blogging again and it was huge. And, you know, I've, I've learned that, um, that took me like a good couple of days to create from start to finish. But now I've, you know, after creating lots and lots of content, I've learned, um, to come up with a process of how to create the content and then keep to, you know, 1000 to 2000 words. Um, and now a blog from start to finish, um, is probably taking me, uh, between six to eight hours just purely because I like, it may seem like a, a long amount of time, but I really like to make, you know, the graphics, um, come across really well. And also I want the content to be good. I don't just want to blog about something which won't provide value. I really focus on step-by-step tutorials, which are someone can read who's never looked at it before and actually follow the process from start to finish and be able to achieve, you know, what, what we've achieved ourselves and what we help our, our clients achieve. So, um, but yeah, I, I, again, creating blogs is one of the things that I really, really love doing. 
No, and you, you really tell that you've, uh, you take that time to, in, to invest into it, as I, as I said earlier. And so your most recent one, The Five Steps to Creating the Oldsmobile Blog Post, is, is a great testament to that. It, it really does sort of, you know, lay it out with lots of images. And you're telling a story, which is the most impressive part for me. And you've had a number of posts recently around your, you know, sort of your, your recent success about the, the you know, mm. sort of the roundup post that you've done that got featured, um, uh, you know, by Social Media Examiner. Um, yeah. and you've really then given away in this most mm. recent one the step-by-step guide um, on how to achieve that so you, you you really are sort of you know giving away the keys to the kingdom there and i, I just think it's yeah. fantastic producing that kind of evergreen content yeah and like you i i still really think that other other businesses other business people should really really start giving away more value for free you know and to an, to the extent where you feel like you're giving away your secrets because nowadays you can like you know, David, you can search for anything online. You can find any information about whatever you want. And if you're not that person providing that value and that information, so your customer or your potential customer and your target market are going to go somewhere else to find that information. So why not be the person who's who's giving that away and teaching people? And I really do think it's all about you know sharing your knowledge and sharing your information and um, and yeah, working together really. Yeah, no, it's, it's really come across, you know, in that. And you've built up, you know, uh, an audience very quickly, both socially, you know, and, and digitally as a whole. Um, you know, you're getting more and more opportunities to sort of speak about your experiences now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've, you've really sort of got that acknowledgement, particularly with the, um, you know, with that you're posting on, as I say, social media examiner. We had, um, mm-hmm. Lucy Hall on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and she'd equally also got, um, she got mentioned, um, in, in an awards category, uh, with social media examiner. And it, again, mm. it's, ta- it's the same, she sort of went the same tactic as you, investing into her content uh, and, uh, you know, really taking that time to, to produce, you know, something that's of real value to an mm. audience and to a small business owner that's, you know, sort of maybe they might have, you know, a, somebody does some sort of marketing in-house on a very part-time basis, or even yeah. people that are looking to potentially outsource some of this kind of stuff. Where, where do you think small business owners should be starting, you know, today if they're, you know, with their sort of digital journeys? I think small businesses should, um, you know, if you haven't got a huge budget to invest in an agency doing all the work for you, I suggest starting yourself. You know, you can create a blog for free. You can use WordPress, create a basic blog and just start writing. You know, if you own a business, you've got a lot of people have a lot of knowledge on a specific topic on their industry. So you can create a blog and start sharing that knowledge with your audience it's it's honestly it's there's there's tutorials i haven't created a tutorial on how to actually set up a blog on wordpress but there's there's if you're not that competent on a computer there's really easy step-by-step tutorials to follow which are all free on youtube and on different websites to set up your own blog and i'd start there i'd start and actually get your foot in the door and you know create a blog and and learn from um, other people who are blogging about how to blog, <laughs> for ex- if you know what I mean, David. So, for example, um, I create, as I said, lots of step-by-step tutorials about how to create different types of blogs. There's lots of other social media examiners, um, you know, a, a great place to look for how to use social media to promote your blog, um, Content Marketing Institute, The Buffer Blog. There's loads and loads of really great pieces of content out there to help you start um, creating content yourself and start blogging and you know people may start to think this stuff doesn't work what's the point of doing this and you know I'm converted I know it works but just as an example I've 
for the last year and a half been sending out constant piece of content, sharing as much knowledge, knowledge as I can. And my blog has seriously helped KPS gain some of our biggest clients ever because I've been contacted on uh, things like LinkedIn, people saying, I've seen that, I've seen that, um, that blog you write and we're looking into digital marketing, social media marketing. Can we have a chat? And from there, you know, you can, um, you can start speaking to these people and start growing your business and getting more clients. This stuff really, really does work. And I, I do it not just because it works, but because I love doing it as well. So, and once you start writing about your passion, um, you know, you will, really will start to enjoy it. No, absolutely. Um, I've used the phrase before, um, stealing the line from, from Chris Brogan. And he says, in a world where we can buy from anyone, why, you know, why should people choose you? Um, uh, and it sort of comes back to, and this is, this, you're giving people that reason where, cause you're educating, you're informing them. Uh, and I, I call this, um, uh, as a part of a content marketer. This is the inbound sort of mythology. Is that how you sort of see it as well? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's all about, you know, putting, putting your knowledge out there, putting uh, what you know out there and getting people to come to you. I, I'm very much against, you know, I put, uh, I'm not sure if you saw David, but I put a post up on LinkedIn the other day saying how annoying I find it when people directly message you on LinkedIn, uh, you know, just a, a sales pitch. For example, I had a marketing company uh, who directly messaged me on LinkedIn trying to offer me marketing services. And it kind of frustrated me because they've, they haven't, thought about it they haven't thought um who they're trying to target they haven't provided any value for me so i really do think that it's all about using inbound marketing creating content putting it out there for your audience providing again i keep saying it but providing as much value as possible and really help to build build your relationship with them show how credible you are show show what you can do because people are much more likely to want to use you as a supplier um if you've proven that you know what you do works and you've shown your knowledge no, absolutely. I'm a massive advocate of of, of inbound content marketing. Um, and one thing I did want to sort of to sort of align any fears that some of the audience might have in there. Now, Daniel, you've done you do a fantastic job with with your blog posts. And like I say, you invest a lot of time and energy into them. But this mm. is something that you do on a day to day basis, and like you say, you thoroughly enjoy doing it. For a small business owner, um, is would you agree it's not necessarily the case to necessarily spend eight, seven or eight hours on that. And actually, oh, this is course. something that, that could be done in an hour or so and still get, you know, maybe not quite the same results as yourself, but they can still get some positive results oh, by doing it that way. Yeah. I mean, I've, I'm on the, the other end of the spectrum where I spend a lot of time doing it because I love doing it. But, um, but there's lots of other people that write blogs out there that are still very successful that I'm sure it takes a lot less time than I spent spend on my blogs and you know I'm still learning I, I'm still learning how to come up with a, a more efficient process of creating high quality content within a shorter space of time because I'm still as the business grows I'm running out of time to create these posts myself although I'm very passionate about doing it um, I still need to reduce the amount of time I'm spending creating them but if you are a small business you can I mean you create lots of great blogs David um, and you know, if you have a, if you're listening to this, you can have a look at David's blogs and they've got lots and lots of really high quality, valuable information in there in a, in a kind of shorter space of content. So if you're a small business, then I'd kind of look at that example when you can start um, to create smaller chunks of content. And, you know, if you start to enjoy it and you start to have more time to be able to do it, then you can create longer form content. But, you know, shorter form is still very effective. 
Absolutely, yeah, and I think um, it, all forms of the uh, the length of the content, I think, is very much dependent on sort of the, uh, the what is it you're trying to achieve with that particular post. I do a lot of sort of um, answering of questions, so I follow sort of Marcus Sheridan's "They Ask You Answer" type philosophy. Uh, so yeah. I've got a very, but you, I, you've you've very much gone with the uh, the the content curation and the and the list. Uh, posts and so on. Would you mind just talking a little bit about behind that sort of strategy, uh, particularly the one that you've done, you know, that has gained so much, you know, attention recently, uh, and explain yeah. to the audience, you know, what that post was, what it means, and, sure. you know, and why it was so successful. Sure. So, um, the most successful blogs I've ever written is exactly the style you're talking about, David, is the, it's a kind of a viral roundup list blog. So what it is, is, um, a curated blog post of other people's blogs, which are, have been shared a lot of times, um, and it, and, you know, been created by highly influential people. So rather than me going out there and creating my own blog, I'm actually just coming up with a blog topic. So for example, if I was to blog about social media tools, I could then use, um, a great tool called buzzsumo.com to type in social media tools and find the most viral content written by highly influential people around that topic and then all I do is create the list post and I I credit each author and I make the blog very visually appealing and very kind of short sharp and to the point and then I use an outreach method to contact these people to to let them know that I they've been featured in the blog post and again you don't want to use you know the hard sell here you don't want to go contacting people saying Hello, I featured you. Can you please share my blog? It's all about just, you know, speaking to them and giving them a heads up that you, you, you featured them. Cause I, I don't like anything. I, I don't like it when people contact me and email me saying, share this, share that, share this and ask for a lot. You know, you kind of have to think what value have they provided you? The, the influencer you featured and you're reaching out to will receive your email and they're going to think, why should I share this? And the reason I found, the reason I think this really works as well is because it's kind of an, an ego um, push for an influencer as well. If they've been featured as one of the most viral blogs on a specific topic, it's kind of a, you know, they feel like they've achieved something. And, um, you know, you need to be, you need to, when you reach out to these people, you need to do it in an effective way. And you need to, I've, on the blog I've created around how to do this, I've got a step-by-step approach with templates on how to, you know, email templates you can use to reach out to these people. Um, I've c- come up with the the exact way to construct the blog post. So um, it literally is a step-by-step approach of how to create these blogs, which have been so successful for me. No, and they, they really are. And like I say, over sort of the, the two or three blog posts that are sort of followed from that, you've really sort of given away uh, everything and how you managed to achieve that, try to encourage more and more people to do that. But for the mm-hmm. audience's benefit, I thought, I think it's, it's brilliant that your, your last post, giving them that literally that step by step guide on how you succeeded in that. But it also sort of gives a lot of sort of small business owners or even small business marketers that, the understanding that, you know, you can, you can curate some of this other people's fantastic fantastic content yes. into these list posts and and like you say you're then leveraging other these other people's audiences by sort of appealing to that sort of narcissistic side in the sense that you you're acknowledging something they've done very very well of course they're going to then promote that as well so you've used, used all of these sort of tactics that have been fantastic mm-hmm. um and of course you uh, yourself daniel as an individual but also as kps as the group you guys are, are the one being credited with sort of being the source uh, and the people that are, are creating that and that's that's where sort of the the lead generation and and the value comes flowing back to you yeah 
Yeah, I mean, and the value you're providing in this list style post is that you're taking the time and the effort out of your day to find you know, the the highest quality content on a specific topic. Because if a, con- a piece of content has been sh- shared a lot of times, it's um, a big factor in showing how successful it's been. So you're, you're spending your time to find these very useful posts and curate them together and then put them in a very short, snappy, you know, one short, snappy post for your audience. So um, it's a great way to provide value. And um, I think that's another reason why it works really well. Fantastic. No, absolutely. Another thing I wanted to sort of switch in gears a little bit, Daniel. I've, um, we mentioned it a little before, sort of before we hit, uh, recording this call is, um, what I, for myself personally, I sort of come from, uh, into digital more from the technology side. And I was born, um, sort of on, on that sort of cusp. Well, I remember a time before the internet, uh, and, you know, and I, you know, I, the very first sort of modems coming out and these, you know, trickling little speeds, you know, at the time that felt, you know, really fast and so on. But you were born, and, you know, you sort of grew up and, you know, went to college and university um, in a time when the Internet was, was was rife. So you come with a really unique perspective um, from that uh, in the sense that you, you, this is this has always been there for you. Um, and how have you sort of found that? I'm guessing a, a number of your clients are probably sort of, um, you know, my age or even older. Um, mm. And. And for you, is you know, is it has it been a challenge, or have you found it been quite an advantage being able to then get across the, mm. the new ways of doing business mm. as a result of digital and technology? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, for me, I feel like it's been an advantage because I've, I've, li- like you said, David, I've literally grown up with it being there. So from a young age, you know, um, you had phones, and as I've grown up, the the internet's come about. You've had tablets, and it's been around me, kind of growing up in my whole life. Um, and I think the challenge is meeting clients who haven't grown up with the technology. The challenge is communicating to them the benefits of, of using this technology. Because as I said before, I'm converted. I know this stuff works. I've grown up with it. But the big challenge is actually communicating and trying to explain to um, people who may not quite understand it um, how it can really benefit them. Because people... People don't like change. People like, if some, if someone's done something in a way which has always worked, so traditional marketing methods, maybe print ads, newspaper ads, um, and it's always worked for them, then why should they change? In, in their mind, which is a fair, fair enough opinion, why should they change? Um, but it's my, it's my job and my, um, challenge to try and share with, share with these people how effective digital marketing can be for them because it's, it's where people's attention is. You know, if you look around, where is everyone looking? They're looking at their phone. It, businesses really, really need to get in front of this audience, get in front of these people who are constantly looking at their phones, constantly online, um, and really take advantage of the digital methods to communicate and build relationships with their audience. Because digital is just like face-to-face relationships. Everything's gone digital now. You need to transfer that face-to-face relationship building online. But I still think that for um, a top-level strategic marketing strategy to work, you need to incorporate offline and online marketing. So although I'm very much, you know, for digital marketing, it's the way forward. I still think you need to get out there and meet people, go to events, network with people, and really incorporate the offline and the online marketing. 
No, I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. And, and sort of talking of the offline minutes, um, you're going to be speaking at a, a number of events over, even actually the next couple of days. If you could just let people know what, you know, where you're going to be, you know, today's the, the 23rd of February. Yeah. Where are you going to be over the next few days that people could come and see you, meet you and learn more about yourself? Sure. So tomorrow, the 24th of February, I'm going to be speaking at the Digital Over Breakfast um, networking meeting. I'm going to be actually what, talking about what we've spoken about today, the, the five steps to creating the ultimate blog post. So um, the blog I recently created, which we spoke about earlier, I'm going to be talking the audience through step by step how they can create similar blogs and how and answering any questions they have around that strategy. Um, and I'm also going to be speaking at West Kent B2B, which is, I can't remember the date for that. It's, it's the Mar- 10th, 10th of March. Oh, there we go. 10th of March. Yeah. I'm going to be speaking now and I'm going to be speaking about how people can use Twitter chats to effectively engage at events. So I'm really excited to speak about that because I'm very, I'm, I'm very active at events and I love to, um, you know, network with people online. So I'm going to be sharing and, and sharing live and going through how people can use Twitter to engage with people and speak about the event. Fantastic. I, I mean, I'm also speaking at, at the same event there. So uh, I'll. Oh, brilliant. Uh, look, oh, yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> so look forward to, uh, to chatting with you then. So there's a couple of reasons to, uh, to come and find Daniel. And, uh, as I say, he's got his, his content is always really high value and really gives it all away. So I highly recommend, Thanks, you know, no problem at all. Always recommend sort of trying to find Daniel on that. Um, Daniel, tell people where they can find more about you and, and, and KPS, um, online, both socially and your website. Sure. Uh, those kind of places okay so um our our website is kpsdigitalmarketing.co.uk and if you go on there um you'll find our blog it, our blog is actually kpsdigitalmarketing.co.uk forward slash blog and as you say i've got lots of step-by-step tutorials there um and on on social media i'm very active on twitter so my personal handle is at d knowlton one so that's at d k n o w l t o n one and on Facebook, KPS Digital Marketing, and I'm, I'm also very active on my personal account on LinkedIn, and um, that's Daniel Knowlton, and YouTube, I create step-by-step YouTube tutorials, so I've got a channel which is called KPS Digital Marketing on there too. That's fantastic. Daniel, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you today. Me too. Thanks a lot, David. See you soon. Cheers.